Hello, hello, hello there, everyone. It's me, Brian, one of your hosts for the Peace Talks podcast. Uh, today, I am uh, joined by the one and only Khalil. Hey, Khalil. And then we have our extra special guest today, Richard. Say hello. Yo. So yeah, uh, unfortunately, we don't have Emerson, who is our podcast editor, without us today. So this one, Emerson, it's dedicated to you, even yep. though you're not with us. Shout out Emerson. Woo. Emerson is you. great. Emerson has he been is. doing such a good job with like actually like having the podcast edited yeah. and on time, yes. like weekly, every yeah. Wednesday. I'm getting the notification. You are cool. You, you are the need best. Somebody like that. I mean, you really do, because like when you're creating a podcast, that's the hardest part. Like it sitting is. here talking, like. Your throat gets tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, other but than that, I mean, you just got to find cool people, which mm-hmm. is the part I find pretty easy. Mm-hmm. The part, and talking's pretty easy, too. Yeah. But, and asking good questions is pretty easy, too. But the hard part is making sure it sounds good. Yeah. Yes. And honestly, Emerson does the job right. Let's do that again. He does. Wait. <laughs> nope, that's not the wrong. That's not oh, the oh. Okay. There we go. Emerson. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, actually, <laughs> funny story. She texted me Wednesday and she was like, We have an audio problem. I'm like, <sighs> No. It was like, <laughs> Yeah, I was really disappointed. <laughs> but honestly, like, I gave it a listen. I was like, Okay. Not that bad. <laughs> it will be fine. We'll be fine. It was just a quick little like one minute thing with the intro, and I was like, okay. People are so that picky though, man. I mean, like they are. When you're when you're creating a podcast, that's the funny thing about it that I've I've come to realize. Like mm-hmm. there are certain podcasts out there that if the gain is too high, mm-hmm. and it sounds crappy, or yeah. or you'll have one person that's on Zoom, Whoa. and their audio sounds god awful, <laughs> and then you have somebody with a nice little boom mic. Mm-hmm. And theirs sounds perfect, so you're increasing it when one person speaks. You're lowering one person, it. Yeah. God, it sucks. I, and they could do that themselves so easily. With they the really could. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a Friday. Uh, how are you all doing? I'm dead inside. And it's not uh, because I'm performing uh, in Burial of Thebes uh, and I play a dead person, but I am genuinely tired. How was that? I want to hear real quick. How was just quick summary? How was that? Okay, so. The play um, you're talking about, right? Yes, the play Dude, Burial I met Thebes. the woman who designed it. Like uh, she did the like stage, the bro. She's so cool. Jen, I love her oh, so she's much. So cool. Um, Jen is so amazing. She painted our set for Zombie Prom last year, and that's how Ooh. I met her. And she puts in a lot of hard work and dedication. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as of the recording, we typically record on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, our opening one night was last night, March twenty third, which was a Thursday. Um, and it was honestly super exciting. Uh, okay. This is actually my first show that I'm on stage here at WPU, <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> wild. So it's wild. It's kind of sad. Isn't it? it is sad. <laughs> it is cool. sad, it's but cool. it's cool. Um, uh, I did get casted my freshman year, but then COVID happened and oh. the show got canceled. Yeah. The show got canceled. Um, so I was like sad. And then my sophomore year, we had no shows. And mm. then my mm. junior mm. year, um, so I'm not a singer. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> I am. Which note was that? That was the um, the really sexy sounding note. More like. Absolutely. It's my favorite, my favorite sound effect. Um, <laughs> but I, my junior year, we did have shows again. 
Um, one of the shows, I so I only typically do plays, and I like to stage manage the musicals because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I prefer stage managing and doing tech. Um, but we had a play in this in the fall, and it was an all girl cast, so I couldn't do it. And then we had another show in the spring. I we had auditions and everything, and I flunked my audition real bad. So mm. that was on me. I showed up late. I didn't put in as much energy. I didn't really try as hard as I should have. Um, granted, I was coming from like a long flight, so I felt really jet lagged, and so I was like, you know what, whatever. Um, so it didn't happen, and you know what, I'm glad it didn't. It was a, mm. it was a break. The half first half of the semester went by real easy. Nice. Um, so then this year, Cinderella happened. Again, I can't sing, but I stage managed. I got to do that thing <laughs> one more time. And then uh, we get to Antigone or Burial at Thebes, and I'm like, all right, this is my chance. Mm-hmm. This is my time. And so I do it. I audition. I get in finally. And then, you know, nice. people are kind of shocked I can act. I'm like, y'all, I've been taking the same classes you all have been taking. Exactly. So uh, you should know. You should know. You should know that I'm a skilled Actor, you know, um, and I feel like, uh, you know, like classical theater is within my wheelhouse. That is something mm, I perform love well. It. So I'm like, you know what, it's fine. And I love my cast. I love everyone in the show. And if you're listening, I love you. Oh, I'm definitely one of the better parts in our course. <coughs> Damn. Slap, slap. Just saying. I'm so just kidding. I love, I love you guys. That's how I love Brian. So <laughs> I keep it honest. We <laughs> keep it honest in the Peace Talks topic. We keep it transparent. Keep it transparent. No, but oh, everyone boy. is doing a real fantastic job. Um, everyone's been loving it. The show is extremely depressing, really heartbreaking. <laughs> um, but we're Best. doing it every time. Um, and, you know, here's, like, the thing that I've struggled as, like, a performer when I perform. Sometimes when I get into these characters and I do, like, the shows and stuff, Mm-hmm. It's hard to get out of that mentality. So, like, I play a dead mm-hmm. person in this show, mm-hmm. uh, and I get out of the show. I get out. Of, I take off the makeup. I mm-hmm. take off the costume, and internally, I feel so like mm-hmm. heavy and like mm-hmm. oh, and dead and dead inside. And like all of today, like I, I had to come. I had to work from eight to two p.m. in the admissions office, and <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> and my boss was like, Brian, your face. It mm. looks like you Dead. have nothing behind <laughs> your eyes. Oh, my God. I'm like, like okay. a zombie because you were supposed to be a dead person. See, yeah. this is why you should see the show because Brian is a method actor and that show method. how good his Honestly, is. what is, can we, so can we real on. quick just mention whatever the, what's the price point? For, I mean, isn't there a free Sunday one or something? Uh, uh, no. So the tickets are $5 for students. It is $10 for seniors. And I don't mean like. Seniors, but like old people, seniors, old. Um, and then um, general admission is fifteen bucks. So mm-hmm. the prices aren't too bad. I think for a student, the school, yeah, it goes to our to our budget. And uh, if you want to see higher quality uh, shows, uh, then uh, come support support the arts. Can we get a cheers for that, sir? Support the arts. That's how we feel if you come support the plus. Yes. Just saying. Yes. No, the show is really good. I am excited. I'm having such a blast, and I will miss the rehearsal process, but I am ready to go sleep. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Tired. I'm so tired. Um, I think everybody's so tired right now, to be honest. Like, yeah. I even the like professors, the man, like with this whole... I don't know. The week after spring break is always, or like two weeks after spring break, it's just like a ridiculous. Dread. You're like, oh, I don't want to be here yeah. anymore. No, you're just, and it gets sunny, and it's, oh, it's been so beautiful. It's out, been beautiful, man. but yeah. so confusing, just like my sexuality. Uh, you yes. know. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna real quick tell y'all a little joke. It's a it's a funny, clever joke. It's not offensive. Okay. Hopefully, if you're offended by it, then 
It's a personal problem. Oh, so my uh, my girlfriend, I was hanging out with her and her sister, her younger mm-hmm. sister, who was from Latvia, which is pretty badass. Okay. I hope I'm allowed. Am I allowed to curse on this? Uh, not really. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, go, let's, keep it, not, let's keep it. Let's keep it. I'm gonna keep it PC, school, yeah. relatively, <laughs> um, <laughs> as much as I can. Um, but anyways, so uh, she That's saw these. Water. Yeah. <laughs> so she. <laughs> so she she saw these plants, and I was like. This one's this one's so it's such a tough masculine plant, and this one's a feminine plant. And she was like, "Bro, those plants aren't masculine and feminine; they're just plants." And <laughs> I said, "What?" And she said, "Yeah, they're trans." I said, "Are you telling me that they're trans plants?" <laughs> <laughs> and I got I got one more final thing to mention. This is uh, unrelated, but um, I had a buddy who was going mm-hmm. to the chiropractor, right? And he was just like, "Man, this is not gonna work." And I said, "Dude." Maybe you're right, but you might as well try it out. So he went there. The dude cracked him up, right? Right? Mm. <laughs> and uh, that last one, that was the neck. It felt great, right? And uh, Carpenter was like, how do you feel? And he was like, man, I didn't think this was going to work. And uh, I'll tell you what, he stood corrected. <laughs> So, uh, Good Nights, fun fact about this too. So, Good Nights oh, wow. has a comedy, yeah. an open mic comedy show on mm-hmm. Tuesday nights. And uh, I went and I my name didn't get drawn, but I was going to do mm-hmm. comedy at Good Nights. So, it's, it's close. Oh, that's if y'all want to yeah, check close. it out or anybody else wants to check it out, it's Tuesday that's nights. Funny. You see all the local. No, that's brave. That's cool. I should try that out. I yeah, Cameron Village. Oh, okay. Good no Nights. Yeah, so they moved, they moved like a couple doors mm-hmm. down or something, but. Um, if you go to the old location, just keep walking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in I had a f- my roommate actually went to a comedy show there a couple of weeks ago, so I know exactly where it is. Um, Who's your roommate? I'm curious. Uh, it's Oliver Feeney. Okay, do you know Keith Zamet? He's a really funny gay guy. No, I don't. He's short, Hispanic, and very gay. I have no clue who that is. <laughs> he's one of my really good buddies. He's who put me onto it, but he's uh-huh. like getting flown around the world doing comedy. That's awesome. And he just got into comedy. Yeah, that's cool. cool. You know, comedy is a real hard thing to do. It so is cool, though. It's it so is. cool. It's such a great media source. It is. Though. It is. Um, I've been really working on it, especially. So, um, as a theater student, we get mm-hmm. to do recitals, um, and so I'm doing a senior recital. And since I'm not a singer, I am switching out the singing portions with other stuff. Mm. And so, my sophomore year, I did a project. Uh, since we didn't have like theater. We were doing like performance projects and all that stuff, and so I did drag and I did a roast, and it was really good. And I said, you know what, for my senior recital, let me bring it back. And so I am. Mm. I'm not getting into drag, but I am doing a. uh, I am doing a roast, and I will be roasting like my friends. I'll be roasting myself, my professors. Can we get a little? Can we get like a tiny little taste, uh, like the biggest uh, taste of the roasting that will happen? I have. Are you I'm gonna roast? Are you gonna roast some chestnuts over a no? Over but I am fire. toasting some <laughs> friends. Um, they might be kind of nutty. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are really mean, but I've made it clear fish. to some friends. Um, it should be mean. It's a roast. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Comedy's mean. Comedy's offensive and mean. What's <laughs> the point? Okay, so I made one. Okay, so this is my joke. Uh, so I'm making a joke on. Um, my friend and his health problems, uh, his health issues, they are real. Trust me, they are real. But the joke that I wrote for my roast is like, you know what me, you know what my boyfriend and my roommate have in common? Mm. They're not real. 
Well, okay, I okay, Wait, no, oh. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. You know what yeah. my boyfriend and my roommate's health problems have in common? Oh. They're not real. Oh man, you got it the first hey. time you said it. Uh, I knew you were. Yeah. That I was like, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. So um, oh, yeah, I, I that's my problem when I do comedy. Like I sometimes like the, I know how to deliver a joke. I just yeah. don't know. Sometimes I screw yeah, up with the yeah. wording. Well, that's and it's hard. It's hard. That's great. That's a really fun. Um, I actually have a joke like that. I'm not going to say it on this because <laughs> it's pretty inappropriate. But mm-hmm. it's it's hilarious. Uh, all of my it's a gay joke, but all of my mm-hmm. friends, my gay friends, have found it absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but that like, what's the similarity between this, this, mm-hmm. and that. this? Is just it just gives you the opportunity. I can already know exactly uh, where I'm that joke guess, is. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it is, but one of them is is young men who joined the navy. Oh <laughs> lord! <laughs> no, but com- navy guys. Yeah, yeah like, sorry, navy you. guys. That's navy is you. navy is great. You're just in a submarine for it's a long. It's my favorite type period. of blue. Ooh, mm, navy blue. I like Maybe I like baby, baby blue, baby. <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> um, so yeah, we can get started with some peace news going around our campus. Um, mm-hmm. So the Red Rose Ball is upcoming this week, March thirty first. I've been planning this, I kid you not, since like November. Uh, so I am Whoa. like, holy crap! It is here. It is now. We got to get it over. We got to get planning it. Yeah, so um, I'm part of uh, the Student Government and Programming Association, mm. SGPA, and I'm the traditions coordinator. Um, Sick. I love traditional yeah. stuff. It is. like This is like probably the biggest like school tradition that we have, mm-hmm. and it is super-duper important to a lot of people. So there's a lot of pressure on this. For sure. Um, but I'm super excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's disco theme. Love that time period. Yeah, so it's seventies disco. I live in that time period. I know it's super fun. I so I'm super excited. Um, I'm ready to just boogie down. You know, have a good time. Um, so yeah, like tickets are five dollars, and they are ten dollars for guests that are not WPU students. Light work, huh? I said light work. Yeah, <laughs> it's half an hour of work if you're making ten dollars an hour. Just it really saying. is. Except it for is. taxes, <laughs> taxes will screw you. They will screw you over. Taxation Um. is death, but get that from me. (laughs) Yeah, love taxation without representation. Representation. Oh, yeah, they do it in America. Anytime Mm. you're a child working in a restaurant, how can Mm. they tax somebody that's not voting? I don't know. No, because they make But they do. But they do anyway. And we increased the tobacco age. And you can serve in your country still at 18, but you can't buy tobacco now either. They're probably doing that for a reason. That's more of a medical reason. Mm. That's usually like if a state or like the country is doing Mm. like tobacco's 21, usually you'll see like medicinal marijuana Mm -hmm. is now in reform. And then that's how you usually get recreational marijuana. Well, I love. So that's usually the reason why behind or they're trying to de, you know, declassify something. I love that all right i love the pursuit of more freedom for americans but but what i don't love is that they if they were going to do that they should have increased the military age i think they I, agree. I mean so if you're if your brain's not developed enough to make a choice about nicotine or not which could potentially be lethal right mm-hmm. going into the military is also pretty lethal yeah, I think you could get is. shot <laughs> yeah you could die it you is could very die. elitist 
racist that we allow people to join mm-hmm. the military because you have to think about what type of people join the military. Yeah, usually their really income do. status is, who are these yep. people, where are they coming from? Yep. And these are literally, in my mind, they're babies. They mm-hmm. just left high school. Yep. Like, yeah. And as you get older, you figure that out more. Yeah, and if you and look into, <laughs> like, the percentages of, like, uh, the Congress people and, like, how many of their actual ch- children go into the military, mm. only, like, a small percentage Slam. go. So it's it does feel very elitist. Like, I've, I've noticed that when people, like, are recruiting for the military, they will go over to, like, cities that are not as developed, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And they will go and go, like, they'll... They'll do it to mostly, like, black and Hispanic people. And here's mm-hmm. the thing, man. I mean, this is honestly, like, y'all don't know this about me, but mm-hmm. but my thing is, like, I, I'm this weird line between, like, I'm not trying to get people to stop doing that. Right. I just mm-hmm. I just want you to not be ignorant and live yes. in your little silly little bubble where you think that there's – I'm not going to go off on this. I'm not going <laughs> to go off on this. We'll, we'll save that for later. But if they said, hey, this works better, we recruit more people – in low-income places, we're trying to give low-income people an opportunity to make a lot of money and put their life on the line for that money. It's America. Yeah, that's okay. That's called that's called capitalism, right? Like we are, they are trying to build a stronger national defense, which I'm all for. Than you know the military and p- it promoting peace, right? Like that's the goal. What I am and and having power behind it, but what I am not okay with is lying to the people and or people not knowing things because that is that is what is truly elitist and that is what is truly wrong is lying to people be transparent because you're a politician you can do all kinds of slimy stuff but let people know it's slimy Mm -hmm. i'm okay with it you could be a former drug addict you could be a you know you could formally have a charge for something that we don't like as Americans, right? Or that's mm-hmm. sexual or whatever. Eh, those people shouldn't be present. <laughs> Anyways, but let let people know and we have the right to a decision and we have a right to this a say in government because we are we live in a in a democracy. That is the root of democracy. They don't have that in other parts of the world. We are unique. We have other things that make us unique. We have Second Amendment rights. That's weird, right? The other countries, most other countries don't allow guns for civilians, but we do. And here's the thing. That's what makes us different. And um, <laughs> you hear a lot of people say this, right? Like, go move somewhere else where they have the laws that you want, right? Yeah. And it's like, for some things, it's like it's like some elitist saying, like, you don't want to, you don't want to live up to, you know, classic white Caucasian Anglo-Saxon, you know, Judeo-Christian values leave to some extent, you know, that's messed up. But to some extent, it's kind of true. There's a lot of really great places around the world where you can get a lot of benefits. You could go live in Switzerland. It's awesome. Switzerland's awesome. There's a ton of places in Europe. Mm. There's a ton of places in Africa that are really, really cool. If you don't like people having guns and you want to be safe from guns, you could go to Europe and see how it looks there. There's, you might get stabbed because <laughs> there's massive increase in that when they ban guns. You could even go to Jamaica. Did you know that they don't they don't uh, allow people to have guns I in Jamaica? Know. I definitely know that I have some family in Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica's fun. I like the history of Jamaica. I need to go there, honestly. Rastafarians are I really cool, too. I understand that mentality, but mm-hmm. it's like as civics, maybe like 
citizens. We just have to do a better job of being informed and like informing each other. Mm -hmm. One thing I know I would never leave this country for is because I know my ancestors have psychological ties to this country. Like I have Mm -hmm. proof that they've actually built this country. Like my grandmother was unfortunately a sharecropper. She Mm. was a daughter of a sharecropper Mm. and he was a son of a slave. Mm. So those are just the things that I know. So when people tell me like, oh, you can go back to your country, like, what country are you talking yeah. about? You're talking about like, this country. This like is my country. about this country. Yeah. And I know like it's a real American thing because one thing that they hate about <laughs> us is when they ask about like ask you where you're from, you're like, oh, California, New York. And yeah. they're expecting you to like trace your ancestry. <laughs> right. Where are your back. ancestors from is the appropriate and question. And what is your like, ethnicity? Yeah, like, that is an appropriate question. That's the more appropriate question. Like, and you can ask anybody that question. Like, if you cool them, you can't ask me <laughs> yeah. where I'm from. I'm gonna tell you I'm American, and then I'm gonna tell you where yeah. I'm from, Brooklyn, New York. That's where I'm from. Right. You're gonna have to take that. And that's who you. That's also the interesting part is that is your culture. That yeah. is your, my culture. Your culture. If you spent four, if you've had spent four generations in America, and you're from, so for instance, for me, my girlfriend, her parents are first generation British, and um, or yeah, British and German, so the UK and Germany. That's a very, um, she is British and German. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I am also British and German. It looks very different for me. I don't eat a lot of sauerkraut. <laughs> I don't eat a lot of bratwurst. But, but you know, maybe I, I should. There's a lot of funny health stuff about yeah. that too, actually. If you eat according to what your ancestors ate, mm. you will have a lot less food intolerances. Mm. So, for instance, um, most races can't consume milk. Mm. Yeah. Because milk is fairly new for most places around the world. Cows were not bred for milk, and they Mm -hmm. were bred for meat. Most Caucasian people can, right? And they probably should, because there's a lot of nutrients in milk. Even you, I'm not going to go down the rabbit (laughs) hole too much, but the USDA food recommendations, who were they written by? Mm. White people. Because white people did a lot of the political stuff. Happening during the great industrial revolution when YOLO journalism was happening and yes. we had to finally yep. get the FDA and yep. approved because they were history. putting all this. There was a lot of crap going on. There was a lot going big, on. You know what's worse than Big Pharma? was a good time, but it was also a mm. bad time. It was after the Gilded Age. I'm taking Otis's class right now and I'm uh, loving <laughs> it. Um, but with that, so milk, right? Mm-hmm. Part of the puzzle, right? There's other things that most people probably shouldn't consume many of, like even like things like vegetables, right? Like some people don't shouldn't be eating that many vegetables. They should be eating primarily meat, right? Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, that will be the best for most people. A very heavy meat and fruit based diet mm-hmm. and sugar based mm-hmm. diet. You're so tell me I love me some ribs. Love <laughs> ribs. Love ribs. Um but with that being said, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at there's this new wave of people are like, oh, milk is, you know, milk is making you got get asthma and sick and, you know, it's making you get acne and you're breaking out because of the hormones in milk and drink organic milk. And it's like, bro, if you're not designed to drink milk because your ancestors didn't drink milk, don't drink milk. And here's the other piece of it, right? So then here's where it sounds racist, right? So it sounds racist if you say, hey, you're African-American, you probably shouldn't drink milk. Or, hey, you're Asian, you probably shouldn't drink milk. 
are you telling me I can't do something because I'm a different race? Nobody's telling you that. Nobody's telling you. And that's where (laughs) this is a term that has been bastardized is race realism is a, is used Mm -hmm. to promote racism a lot of the time. But if you are truly a race realist, you will realize that everybody is different culturally. Everybody is different in terms of their, um, not necessarily like biology, but like your ancestor, your ancestor, if we believe in evolution, your ancestry impacts. Mm -hmm. And if you're from, if you're from Africa, if you're from, you know, a specific place, not like Hispanic. That's a funny, like weird race. Don't get me started on the whole Hispanic Latino thing. Stupid. And then black and white are the terms used for Caucasians who are Anglo-Saxons and, and for like, you ever seen somebody from, uh, you ever seen somebody from anywhere near the equator? They're almost all very, very dark skinned Mm -hmm. black people, but most of them, (laughs) a large majority of them are not African Americans. Yeah, and so you can't be. What is truly racist is to is to not right is to not know that right. It's all about yeah. informing people. And then I'm gonna mention this, and then I'm gonna let y'all say whatever. I'm I'm <laughs> done. I'm, I'm gonna step off my soapbox. But the problem, oh man, the problem with a lot of institutions, school institutions, and not peace. Peace is actually very open minded and and very varied mm-hmm. in terms of where people stand on the political spectrum. But the problem with a lot of schools, especially even further education, like master's programs, and is that these are intelligent people uh, who want to impact the world. Yeah. So what do they do? They hop in the bandwagon. They say they're liberal. They do progressive things. And they, they think that they can, with their mind, accomplish a lot more. What do conservatives think? They don't get as much education. So... Well, not all the time. There's a lot of conservatives. In yeah, the, I'm about to but say. I guess what I'm trying to say is that they they care more about like doing things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's less policy. It's more like let's just be kind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so what happens is that even really really intelligent people, because they're constantly being wired to believe a certain thing, will will say things that that are not actually reality. Right. And it's it sucks because it's like it's not reality. It'd be nice if it was be nice if you could just implement this policy and you know prevent the homeless population from being homeless yeah it'd be nice if, but but it is all based in lack of practical awareness i know homeless people i know homeless people who like being homeless i know homeless people who don't like being homeless i know homeless people who are really good people and um are very practical and make decent money i know homeless people who are really um entitled uh-huh. It's like, I hate to say it because I hate to tell, talk garbage about anybody, but like it's the same thing you see with people who have homes. They're good people. They're bad people. Same thing with cops. Anyways, <laughs> on that note, I will pass it. I will step off on my soapbox. I will step a little okay. bit away from the mic and let you talk. No, I'm <laughs> loving yeah, this love very it. political yeah. podcast today. Yeah. It's a little refreshing. You I know. can't help it. Honestly, no, like I really can't. Any conversation no, I have, you're it turns fine. into this. I'm yeah. just fascinated because people usually don't like talking about no, these things around no, me because I'm not a dark skin man, mm-hmm. and they get a, they get Bro. scared and they're like, "Well, I don't want to <laughs> like you know hurt your feelings." I'm like, "I'm from they're, Brooklyn. I don't care what yeah. you say." Well, it's because like, their family's it's because yeah. their family is racist, and they because of that, they're told, 
hey, you're not allowed to talk about race. You can talk. We're in, we live in America. You can talk like about whatever you, can you talk want. Talk about whatever you want. <laughs> I have lived. Just in love people. New York, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, North Carolina. Oh, you've been Where in South Carolina? So Where in South Carolina? Dunbar, North Carolina. Dunbar, South Carolina. Jesus. I know. I know Dunbar. I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. My family owns a farm in Dunbar, so we technically have the land that we used to be enslaved That's upon, sick. and we turn. And it's always been a farm, but <sighs> they've added more things. So now there's cows, hogs. They do um like. Tobacco sometimes. I'm about to start a tobacco farm, yeah. So, yeah. So, if if it ever gets too hard, they're like, you can come down here and become one of the operators. (laughs) And I'm like, Ah, do it, bro. Come do on, it, bro. sheep. Come on, sheep. You can do media there. You and can I'm do like, media there. And I was just like, I remember when I was five years old and I was a bad kid and you guys sent me down there to work for this <laughs> summer. <laughs> I remember that lifestyle. And I'm just like, nope. Oh, yeah, you guys wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I don't yeah. know about that. Like, you guys yeah. are out before the sun is up. Mm. And I do enjoy that you guys get your, because they're literally 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. Mm. They used to be 4 a.m. to 6 p.m., mm. but now they got a little faster. They're starting to incorporate mm. some technology down there. Yeah. So now it's getting better for my family. Ooh. But yeah, yeah, it was 4 money. to 4. My mom, yeah, yeah. my mom grew up um, in Guatemala. Like, and uh, so my family over there has, like, farms and stuff. And my mom, for the summers, would go over to, like, the family farm. And she was, like, she would wake up at, like, 4 a.m. every single day to go milk the cows so that... Her little cousins could have like cereal in the mornings and yes. all that stuff. And I'm like, I <laughs> could not good. do that. I love it my family, good. but I would not care that much. What you want milk, go get yourself. I give them that. The food aspect oh. of like living on the farm, oh. I is hard to beat. I don't think oh. I've ever, Mm-mm. I will so say clean. the experience that my family gave me from like five mm. to like mm-hmm. 12 working mm. on that farm, like the aspect of like, hey, this is the chicken. Mm. Slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, no, I have a really bad traumatizing Mm. story with that. That's the one I named early. That's 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 Larry. That's Larry. And they're like, Yeah, Polly was good tonight. Polly was good. You did a good job with Polly. I think it was the love that made her a little bit more pumped. (laughs) And I'm just like Wow. Just tell me the love made him like that's messed up. Those aspects that make me, I guess, well-rounded. Because I can talk to anybody. Like my best friend, I remember when both started voting at the same time, and Mm. nobody wanted to talk to him because he voted for Trump, bro. And it's like, it's like, oh, that's so. I, I wish. This is a hot take. It's a very hot take. I wish I did, not because I like Trump, but because I know that the the. The economy mm-hmm. and the world and America wouldn't be going down the gutter. Like, and I'm not going to blame that on Biden, but, but, oh man, I hate to say it, but like Trump would have, would have cut it. You know what I mean? He would have, he would have talked to Jay Powell on the he Fed and he would have said, economic. I have yeah. to give him that. Yeah. Like, and he was also wasn't aspect. racist. I want to mention that too. Like, he, oh no, he, he just says, well, he, he's a, new, he's a he's race a, realist. <laughs> I don't understand what pe- people, what they don't realize is <sighs> Trump is their typical rich white man from New York. And that's yes. what he acts like. They 100%. act in that degree. So when everybody's like, I can't believe he's here saying these outrageous things. Mm. I'm like, I hear worse than Manhattan. Like, Bro, you're I, like, you're like, I can <laughs> believe it. You're like, like I, I can I, believe I, it. Yeah, yeah, like this is very normal for mm. me. And I'm like, I guess you people don't <sighs> are like expose yourself to like they don't outside of your own cultural references. Don't. And that's why I don't like 
I always try to talk to people who are completely opposite of me. Yes. One thing I don't want to do is trap myself in my own eco chamber. Yes. So yeah. I'm just recycling uh, the, the my own thoughts or surrounding myself around yeah. like-minded people because for a long time I thought I was Democrat. And then I was like, well, maybe Same. I'm a yeah. Republican. And then I'm just like, you're libertarian, You're both kind of shitty. You're a libertarian. And then I was like, you're a libertarian. I think I'm a libertarian. I'm a libertarian too. Like, and everybody agrees with me. I was like, yeah. I don't care what you do. Just, just make sure everybody's safe. Make sure yes. everything's consensual. Make sure everybody and understands the process. And be transparent. Teach. Give be liberty. transparent. And I don't care. Like, do whatever you want to do, yeah. but just don't... Impose yourself upon other, other people. Yeah. And, and don't impose your false your false things that are based in delusion upon other people who are not delusional. Don't don't call somebody who's, who's telling the truth, who's speaking facts, who's sharing their experience, who may be right, they may be left, but if they are speaking their truth... If they're speaking their truth and it doesn't hurt you, don't call them a bigot. Like I don't get out of your bubble. One thing I can <laughs> say is when I was delivering for UPS on the on the break, such a cool gig. It is that such is, a cool yeah. gig. There was a house that like flew the Trump flag, and my driver really didn't like delivering there, so I would <laughs> deliver. And it was like, wow, you came all the way to my door. Usually, just put it right there. I was like, man, I don't care what your beliefs. I was like, everybody. I said, my world uh, is completely different from your world. I don't know how much money you make, and the, that <laughs> president probably did something for you more than he could do for me. And retrospectively, Amen. that's your vote. Like, it is what it is. It is what it is. I said, did you call me Blackie as I was walking up to your yeah. doorstep? He was like, no. no. I was like then we don't have a problem. And yeah. then after that, his wife would bring me fresh cookies anytime I came to the door. And I was Amen. just like, it's uh, that type of interaction okay. that so, shows you what's happening. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something about Trump supporters that I've noticed. There are a large, large percentage of Trump supporters who are African American, who are Hispanic, mm-hmm. who are, Cubans. who are Cubans, people in Mexico <laughs> look at Trump service. and think that it's their president. <laughs> like, like, and, and that happens in Asia too. Asia, all around the world, That's there surprising. are Trump supporters because he, because he's, he's, he, he changed the game maybe for good, maybe for bad. But he, he said, Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? This is what I want to do. I actually want to run for president later on in life. Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I have no political background. I'm an American. I love America. America's cool. We believe in freedom. We believe in economic prosperity for all people. I, he believed in capitalism, right? And things that people, some people don't like, and that's the, you know, that's their opinion. But um, Trump was liked by a lot of people. It wasn't just Southern white people. Uh, one aspect that really annoyed me <laughs> was ghosted, like they worry. stopped talking to Mill and so like stopped talking to my friend. I was like, this is completely like ridiculous. Like he's one of our best friends. Mm-hmm. He picked you up in the middle of the night at three o'clock in the morning when you mm. couldn't call your mom. Mm. So it was like, how dare yeah. you? Like I kind of went to bat with Miller with just me and him for a hot. As minute. you should. And then Miller stopped being a Trump supporter because he was like, he loves what he's doing for the economy, but he's mm. like me. He's a be- very big environmentalist. And mm-hmm. at mm. that point, his concern started being for the earth. It was like, That's I do good. understand what's happening. He was like, but he's fucking up the train regulations. I've for been sure. messing up the train regulations <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And, and the like, environment, right? Yeah. yeah. And that was like the only aspect of Trump I really mm-hmm. didn't like. Because if we're going to be honest, be honest about a president that's my only thing if you're gonna have beef with him have factual beef with him have you have you noticed this is a really interesting thing have you noticed that nothing in the span of four years has successfully been done involving him having tax fraud there has been there has been growth and then there has been decay 
there's been growth, and then there's been decay. And what happens is we look at Trump when there's other shady things happening with other presidents, right? We people when that that was one of my favorite debates to look at between um, uh, Hillary and Trump. It was Oof, what a time! Fascinating. So was the Biden Trump was really fun, yeah, r- really funny to watch because Biden's just not um, as yeah. quick. And witty really as Trump, really do. and that's why a lot of people like him because his personality is just fast-paced and American. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and Biden is the you know sweet, sleepy grandfather sleepy figure. Sleepy Joe, baby. I, I will say I did love the nicknames. <laughs> they're just so I dumb, love but them. funny. What's a good nickname for Trump? Uh, did they have any? I mean, angry racist Trump. I guess bigot. Deplorable. Cheeto a lot. Oh, the orange. Yeah, yeah the Cheeto the, man. The, yeah. the orange. Oh, fake tan. I love the, the fake tan. I'm, I'm trying oh, to look like that. Oh, corn on the cob. The corn hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. I never heard that one. I, I think I've heard David Hasselhoff because he's you know David Hasselhoff, and they're like he's David Hasselhoff because they basically say he loves that man and like. Perpetuates his life after him mm. and the wants to be that man. I was like, well, David I don't know who this was the guy. Was. I don't know who he is. You ever movie? seen SpongeBob? You ever seen SpongeBob? <laughs> the movie? Remember no. That <gasps> you never like saw the movie. movie. I loved SpongeBob growing up. My parents always told <laughs> this is funny. See, that's 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 low. political. See, that's, I have poli- a that's probably the most political thing he's ever said. We have a twenty-year-old. That means he was alive uh, when SpongeBob was in his prime. Yep. Okay, Facts. so there's no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, yeah. and he's just he's like, a, no, yeah. he's not fifteen. He's not seventeen. He is in his twenty prime. <laughs> you were alive when SpongeBob was in his prime. SpongeBob Bob is funny because I think it's a scapegoat for a lot of parents. So for me, I, I won't, I, I, I hate this word, so I won't say it's a derogatory term, but um, my parents would call me this derogatory term for somebody who's mentally handicapped. Mm. If I watch SpongeBob <laughs> and my friend who grew up real conservative, Sorry, his parents, no, his parents would use the drug. Uh, it was the first time I ever heard that word. And uh, my, my friend, my best former best friend, I don't like him now at all. His, Beef. his name's Jonathan Oldham. If you see him, tell him I don't like him. Does he go to peace? Nope, but if you see him on the street, because he's a very big talker, tell him I don't like him. <laughs> I said it. Called out. I said it, and I'll say it. Podcast. I'll say it out loud again to his face. Anyways, <laughs> he was told that if he watched it, uh, uh, another another big derogatory term. But they used that was the first time I had heard the the R word used. Like I was like, my parents said that, but for him, it was um, derogatory term for being homosexual. Oh. They said that SpongeBob would make him that. And it's just so interesting how parents interesting. like, That's it's such wild. a, it's such a like, I mean, there's a lot of sexual, I mean, Sandy Cheeks, that was bikini bottom, bikini bottom. But that's kind of animators hot. like new, like, how can I say this before? Parents don't really mm-hmm. do the thing that mm-hmm. they do now. So yep. the, re- the reason why I have a problem with like YouTube kids is because they're uh. like, they're uh. like, Oh, they're putting out these messages. Okay. One Good. thing I have beef with you as as a parent is why are you not doing the thing that your mom did with you? Mm. Your mom sat there and watched the TV show with you mm. for the whole entire duration, so Facts. she couldn't know. My mom didn't. What? what? Your my, parents my parented? Mom, my, mom no, my mom actually, did a good job. <laughs> oh, my mom actually did not watch the shows with me. She no. just told me no because she read a Google article about it. Uh, no, my, my mom, mom would just watch her own stuff. She'd she be in the other room <sighs> watching her telenovelas. Ooh, that's good. Soap operas. So yeah, Spanish soap operas. What is what are you what are you, like deep ancestors? What do your deep ancestors speak? Oh, I don't even know. 
Like, I where are you from initially? Like Brooklyn, New York, but my no, family no, 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 no. originally from um, Dunbar, South Carolina. No, so, no, no, no. I'm talking about like ancestry, like oh, like deep. Don't, we don't know that. You no. don't know your deep. In- oh, that sucks. That's because of the slave trade. Yeah, that's messed up. And it's like that we can really go sucks. back. We can go back to a certain degree, but it's like we just know that we original originated originally from that farm. Our family was kind of kept together because they were good workers, so they weren't really be they weren't split up in the yeah. type of way. They don't really like talking about it. I'm trying to get them to talk <sighs> about it more, but there's still some of the sisters and brothers that were alive who were like mm. sharecroppers. So it's mm-hmm. very intense mm-hmm. for them to talk about. Mm. It's very intense for them to talk about Jim yeah. Crow. Oh and they're like, that's why your grandmother like took Harold and like yeah. Betty G and that's why they went to New York. They was like, yeah. they couldn't, they, they, didn't had to get want, away. they didn't want to be in this room. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, the West was insane. big too. There's a lot of African Americans yeah. in the West. Cause my great grandparents had 10 kids and all the 10 kids split up. All well, across America. Cool thing. Did you know that one in four cowboys was African American? That's actually, yeah. Yeah. More cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys are actually more black and Hispanic and mm-hmm. they don't really like and to talk Asian. about that. And Asian, Asian, that's fun. You, Asian. I didn't know that until uh, Otis. Well, I remember, yeah. yeah, Otis is the one that told me about the Asian one. I She's didn't know so about cool. That until that. But my mom I love her. kept me very immersed mm-hmm. in, like, black culture. Like, I knew about Shaka Zulu when I was, like, eight years old. Who is like, that? He's a great African war general that mm. basically stopped the colonization of his tribe. So he stopped the slave trade. Where? And I think it was, um, he was a Zulu. He was a Zulu. Zulu, yeah. cool, cool, so, cool. It's like little things like that. But my mom's just a dork. Like, she would play video games with me. Nice. I used to, like, watch Saturday morning cartoons with her. Yeah. Nice. She's yeah. just, like, good. always kept me well-versed. Yeah. Good. Like yeah, my, my aunt was actually the U.S. ambassador in Malawi for a little while. That so when I was 16, I think it was, um, my family should listen to this podcast. But <laughs> when I was 16, I uh, we went to, so it's actually cheaper to fly from the United States to somewhere in Europe. And then fly from France or somewhere in Europe to Africa. It's cheaper to do that. And you can stay for a couple of days in Europe, which is mm. fun. So we did that. We went to yeah, London. Nice we went to London. We went to Paris. And then we went and we took the train from London or from Paris to London, boarded a flight in London, went to Malawi, Africa for two weeks, which was it's the poorest country in Africa. So it's, I mean, when you want to talk about poverty, Right, like we talk about America's impoverished. Try going somewhere where there mm. there are literally no resources, and if you give them resources, the government is so corrupt that they will take all those resources. They will sell it to gangs in the area that, like in the DRC, they're slaughtering people and cutting off their arms. Yeah, let's never talk about Somalia. It's and they bad in the rural countries. We, yeah. our perspective of like poor is so yeah. segregated. I'm like, you it's have beautiful. No idea <laughs> Ours is great. <laughs> you have. I was like, even as an American, I was like, I'm a black man, and yes, they treat me like a second class citizen in America. But mm-hmm. I have to remember the liberties I have when I step out of man, America. That's awesome. I have first. You have. Freedom of speech. I don't think people know mm. how important that is. is. Yes. And then they go to other countries and they're acting crazy. And like, you can't treat me like you're not in America. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're not. You, if you know what happens if you go to America. China and you talk, you're like, you know how I'm talking bad things about the government? I, I do that on my social media too, right? Mm-hmm. Fit Rich Lifts. Ha, I plugged it. I did it. There's the I plug. did it. I did it. I knew I was going to do it at some point. There's I did it very plug. casually. They couldn't stop me. Uh, anyways, 
Yeah. <laughs> anyways, please don't edit that, Emerson. Please keep it in there. I'm begging you. Um. Anyways, I don't even. What were you saying? Oh, basically how our oh China. Basically, how Americans <laughs> need to China. do. China. We China. all have privileges, okay? Americans have yes. a lot of privileges that we you need to realize. You can't you talk. Can, you can talk about the government here, yeah, and not fe- not crazy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You if you talk crazy, you'll get shut yeah. down by the government. You can't which be sucks. talking about I'm about to go take out the president. I'm not trying to take out the president. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I do not but like the government. If somebody so. said he can say that. And not there is no FBI agent yeah, busting no. through I the mean, window. I mean, that does happen. And I do want to mention that there's some really good books. Cory Doctorow has a book talking about how the United States basically becomes a basically similar to what's got going on in China, where if you speak bad things about the government on social media, they'll take over your social media. They will post like it's very sci-fi. He has amazing books. I actually saw one of his books I picked up recently at the little book trade thing right next to campus, which is if oh. you don't know about that, go check it out. Or is it is his so-and-so books? No. So so before so-and-so books. So there's a little spot um, right where people get picked up for the bus, right uh-huh. next to the softball field. Then they have like, I mean, I picked up a book. It was called Jesus Before Christianity. It was sick. There's another oh, one called Redeemer. Oh, uh, is it by the, by the yeah. um, farm? There's like a little like, yeah. place you could just it's drop like a off little, a book and pick it, looks it up. It ghetto. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> It's yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Those are all over. Those are all They're over. They're all over. And here's the thing. I have yet, uh, there's a couple books in there where it's like, this was a throwaway, but most of the time people are putting books in there because they want intellectuals to read them, to get informed. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you are a college student, which I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you are, please, 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 I beg of you for this, for the sake of the nation and for, for my well-being and my (laughs) satisfaction and impact on this community and by community, I mean students which I will continue to impact as I graduate. But y'all need to get informed. Like I'm not talking, pay attention in your classes, which you should do that too, because you can, you can hear things that you think are true. You can hear things that you think are false and you can tell your professor what you are saying. This little piece of what you're saying doesn't make sense in reality. And here is why you're allowed to say that this is a free, this Mm -hmm. is a free place to explore concepts, right? But please get out of your bubble by reading some literature I have, again, I'm going to plug this, but I have a bunch of books on my link tree on my Instagram. What's your Instagram? Well, I'm an exercise science major. So my Instagram is fit rich lifts because I train people. <laughs> I do life coaching, but I don't really care as much about those things after mm-hmm. I've gotten more into politics because none of those matter when you die. What does matter is Ooh. the impact you had on people Ooh. and whether or not you, uh, you were, you perpetuated falsehood or you perpetuated truth that is what i live up by and i i i will i will throw away i will throw away my education i will throw away my anything i will throw away my money i will do whatever it takes to 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 get people informed like truly informed so again read some books listen to some audiobooks there's a lot of people you might not like so mm-hmm. so pick out the people you don't like if you're if you're left Pick out some far-right authors that are good far-right authors. Most of them will be libertar- libertarian. And like Jordan Peterson is a great example. If you're right, you can listen to Jordan Peterson. If you're left, you can listen to Jordan Peterson. If you disagree, do some research on what you disagree with. But don't quit quit judging people. Quit looking at people like they're statistics. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it, cut it out right now. This is your moment. 
This is your moment to say it. You can, <laughs> you can say a little prayer. You can say, God, please help me to stop being so judgmental because, because you are bred in a society that is judgmental and it is the root of a majority of our problems. That is why we still have racism. That is why we are polarized is because you are, you, you see CNN pop on the news and you say, that's fake news. You see Fox pop on the news and you say, ugh, those bigots, right? Like, cut it out. Stop it. Do you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 stop it right now. You literally can stop doing that right now and your whole life will change and everybody around you will like you more. Mm-hmm. Quit, quit identifying yourself in a party. Quit identifying yourself in a party. Quit looking at other people and looking at them like they're, they're a member of the party or they're African American or they're white or they're whatever they are. And just let them be themselves and accept them and love them and learn from them. That's what it means to be an intellectual. Yes. In the words words of RuPaul, reading is fundamental. Go pick up a book. It is. That's a good quote. Can you write that down for me sometimes? Yeah. Reading is fundamental. Uh, Well, the way RuPaul means it is like reading as in like making jokes and like roasting someone. I agree. But reading is fundamental. It's media. It's media. media. It helps you understand your ecosystem. And I think that's what people forget about. Find the truth. Thank you, Khalil. There's something bigger than you in it. Mm -hmm. Like you have to realize that. There's a system that surrounds you. I don't do yes. the things just for myself. I do it yes. for my mom. I do it for my brother. I mm. do it for my uncles. So you have to realize that and apply that to other people. Who yeah. are these people doing it for? What are their realities? And how does this conflict with minds? Usually it doesn't. Everybody wants the same thing. You mm. just want a roof over your head, food in your belly, shoes in your feet, and able to go to your destination when you want to go to your destination and, mm-hmm. and enjoy the luxuries of life at the time that you want to at an inconvenient time. Yeah. And... That's just being human. So yeah, you just and have to realize that it's okay. We're all going through things. Yes, and once you are. realize Everyone, and once every you single have person. that active listening skills and you start listening to people, you realize there is not that many differences for real. Like, yes, your problems might differ in certain aspects, but once you really start listening to somebody and actually understanding and caring about mm. who that person is, to a certain degree. I'm not saying care. Like, you don't have to care about this person saying what you care about. You probably shouldn't, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, caring enough to give the same mutual respect that you... You're good. We love you. you. We appreciate you. love to get, and that's Miss Gina, by the way. Miss Gina, we appreciate you. You're so cool. Every time I see you, I want to dap you up, but I don't because I feel like that would be inappropriate. (laughs) But I usually will say thank you because I try to do that. I thank her all the time. She's the best. You're so cool. You keep keep our school so beautiful. understand your ecosystem. We love you guys. This podcast ran a little longer. It is a lot longer. Yeah, honestly, guys, I'll be straight up with you. I ran a podcast with Ishmael on campus recently, and it was supposed. I was thinking it was going to be like 30 minutes. So we did about 30 and then we got this like weird like hurricane warning or some shit, some stuff. Y'all heard that? Yeah, I don't know. It was a swirl. It was a swirl, a plumbing plumbing swirl. (laughs) Speak of the the devil. Yes. Um, But anyways, uh, I thought it was going to be, he's an introvert. Mm -hmm. And I I have this thing, man, where I can take an introvert and I ask the right questions and I get them thinking. get them. And it was an hour and a half long podcast. That is crazy. Anyways, yeah. But um, on the other hand, well... Well, Thank you guys for listening to our very political back. podcast yeah. today. It was a little change. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and uh, catch us on the flip side. Whoop. Mm. <laughs>